0: This episode of Proper English is brought to you by Study Tips for Listening and the idiom getting the sack. Alison and I'm Dave and we'd like to welcome you to the seventh episode of our podcast which as you know is called proper, proper English. English
1: if you're learning English and you want to know the correct word to use in a particular situation
0: if you get stuck thinking of the right preposition
1: if you're puzzled by definite and indefinite articles
0: then proper English is just the thing for you
1: We thought we'd take a break from the nuts and bolts of the English language today and focus instead on giving you some study tips.
0: Mm, Yes, firstly, listening. You what? How many times should you listen to each proper English podcast, do you think,
1: Dave? Loads.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. Well, OK, there is no right answer, of course, but we would suggest that for many of you, at least twice is a good idea. Mm -hmm. The first time, just listen. Listen. Take in what you can, don't be overly concerned with understanding or remembering everything.
1: Yeah, then listen for a second time, either immediately after the first one or later. Doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. You can be more analytical this time. Make a note of things you like or don't understand. Pause, rewind, whatever you need to do.
0: Listen as many more times as you like. It can be good to take a break, an hour or a day or so and come back to the same podcast do you notice anything new? Does anything seem easier? Taking a break when we're learning something is important. While we think of something else, or of nothing at all, which is me, mm -hmm, subroutines in our brain are still processing the data we've been inputting, and when we return to the same information or skill set, it often feels easier.
1: So, practice is important, Mm -hmm. but so is rest. Awesome! Fancy a break now, Ellie?
0: Oh yeah, I could do with a snooze.
1: Oh, you could nap for England, you.
0: <laughs> you're right, I could.
1: So, what else is handy to know? Well, audiobooks can be really useful. Mm-hmm. You can use them in so many different ways. Even if you're just listening, you can take different approaches. Sometimes just listen for pleasure. It's important to enjoy your learning, so just relax and listen to a story that happens to be in English. On another occasion, you can make a point of listening out for specifics.
0: Yeah, so if you're having trouble with articles. Ooh,
1: now, next episode, definite and indefinite articles. There you mm. go. Yeah, there so you go.
0: if you find those tricky, make a conscious effort to hear the articles and how they're being used in whatever it is you're listening to. Ah. Want to improve your pronunciation? Listen out for the L's or R's or H's or E-D endings for past tense verbs. Whatever it is that you're weakest at. Pause the sound, listen and repeat until you feel happy with your pronunciation.
1: And if you've got a printed version of the audiobook, even better. Mm-hmm. Try reading a chapter and then listening to it or vice versa. That means, you know, the opposite way around. Mm-hmm. Use the audio as a dictation exercise once in a while. And then check how you did by looking at the text. Simples. Don't take all the fun out of it for yourself, though. Find activities that work well for you, because it's important to find the way that works for you. Everybody learns in a different way. Yeah,
0: yeah. So another important thing about listening. I think, Dave, that some of our students don't give listening as much attention as they ought to.
1: Sorry, I wasn't listening.
0: Uh, They find it easier than speaking and writing. (laughs) (laughs) And so they don't prioritise it. But...
1: But...
0: There's always a but. If you're repeating the same mistakes again and again, maybe you're not listening carefully enough.
1: Still not listening.
0: <laughs> Adult native English speakers don't get confused with articles, for example, or when to use listen and hear. Ooh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now, we've done look, see and watch. Maybe we could do listen and hear we in will. another one.
0: We will. We will in the future. Ah, awesome. So the thing is, actively listening can help you to iron out those mistakes that you keep repeating.
1: Ah, yeah, you see, listening is one of the keys to language. With the exception of hearing impaired children, it's how every one of us learnt our first language, without any effort at all.
0: Yeah, yeah. And thinking of the way children learn, notice that when they make a mistake and an adult corrects them, they don't really get frustrated and judge themselves. So give yourself a break next time you make a mistake No need to apologise, no need to feel bad, make a mental note, shrug it off,
1: keep going. Do you know, a lot of my students apologise to me and there's no need, there's no need. It's part of the process. You make a mistake, you learn from it, just carry on. Yeah, yeah. One last thing about listening, vary it by sometimes listening passively Mm. and at other times listening actively. So, sometimes have the podcast or songs or whatever it is uh, on in the background while you focus on something else. Your brain is still hearing English and processing it. At other times, listen actively, stop whatever else you're doing and concentrate, like Ali mentioned earlier. Listening out for specific structures or to spot new vocabulary.
0: So let us know if you find study tips useful. We'd love to do another podcast on ways to practice speaking, for example. And now it's time for Idiom of the Week. Idiom of the Week? Have you ever been given the sack, Dave?
1: No, I've left a few jobs. But I've never actually been given the sack.
0: Jolly goods. Please to hear it. If you are given the sack, you are dismissed from a job. Get it. it! It tends to be used negatively, so it's different from leaving voluntarily or being made redundant.
1: That's happened to me as well. Mm-hmm. As is often the case with so many idioms, it goes back a long way. In the 1500s, tradesmen used to carry their tools for the job in a sack. And they would presumably... Lead this sack somewhere while they worked and collect it at the end of the day.
0: So presumably if the employee failed to impress, the boss would collect the worker's sack and hand it to them. So if someone was given the sack, they knew their employment had come to an end.
1: Yep, yeah, and we can use it in a variety of ways. He got the sack, he was given the sack, or simply he was sacked. They all mean the same thing, but with this idiom, you can construct it slightly differently.
0: Mm-hmm. There's similarly a phrasal verb, Dave, um, that I don't think I came across until I was well into my adulthood, and it's sack something off. Mm. Yeah. I even wondered if it was from the north of England because I don't remember using it when I lived in the south. No. Now I've not found anything online to suggest that it's Northern slang. No,
1: I don't think so. It's no? not. It's not a familiar Sheffield phrase. I must admit.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, if you sack something off, you give up on it. We went to the park to play cricket but sacked it off because it started to rain. Or, as opposed to being sacked, oh, I've had enough of this job, I'm going to sack it off.
0: Well, hopefully our listeners aren't going to give us the sack, Dave.
1: Well, they've not employed us. (laughs) Do leave us some feedback, maybe by sending us an email.
0: To properenglish.
1: Or one word.
0: At sapo.pt.
1: Or if you have any other top tips for learning, we'd love to hear from you.
0: Also, if you have friends who are learning English, let them know about us.
1: Yep, they can find us by searching Proper English on Podbean. Or Apple Podcasts. Or Spotify. Or
0: whichever podcast directory they prefer.
1: Don't forget to like us and follow us.
0: So, until next time, it's goodbye from me.
1: And it's goodbye from me too. And thank you for listening to Proper English. English.